This is an All Ears English Podcast, episode 818, How to Make Your Statements More Nuanced with One Word. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, find out exactly how native speakers use the word quite and how by adding this word to your vocabulary, you can express subtle differences and points of view. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Michelle, how you doing? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm feeling good. So we're moving into the month of October. This is the month of the Boston Adventure. So excited to meet our lucky listeners. Guys, if you haven't applied yet, go on over, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash Boston. Apply right away because you don't want to miss this opportunity, right? This opportunity to to get this time with native speakers, right? We get a lot of one-on-one and group time with native speakers from Boston to explore the city, to meet my, to meet me and to meet uh, Jessica, who's going to be there this time. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's so, it, it was so much fun. I, uh, yeah, I, d- I didn't get to make it this time, but you know, uh, I know that you guys are going to have an amazing time with Lindsay and Jessica. And it's so cool. It's going to be so cool. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So, but Michelle, yeah, we had quite an adventure, uh, here in Boston for the first one, didn't we? Oh yeah, we did. And I bet the next one is going to be pretty awesome as well. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. So Michelle, by the way, <clears throat> yes, it was cool, but let's talk about a word that we used there in that conversation that I used. What did I say? I said quite. Quite. And how did I frame that? I said we had. You said we had quite an adventure. Yeah. So what am I saying there? It was like, oh, we, we had, uh, we had such an adventure or like we had a a very big adventure, (laughs) right? It's kind of like we really, we really had an adventure together. Yeah. I mean, today guys is a good episode for you. If you're ready to start getting a little bit artsy with your language, right? (laughs) I mean, to, to add quite signifies a level of comfort with the language, but I think that some of you guys are ready right, to use this. And we're going to show you today how to use it. But one thing we want to say is, Michelle, do Americans use this that much? Um, I, I don't think so. Um, you know, I, I don't think it, maybe if you want to like put off a certain vibe, maybe it, I think it can sound kind of smart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't know what that says about me, but I don't say it that much. <laughs> I, I don't say it very much. 
Yeah. <clears throat> there are some contexts in which I'd be more likely to say it than others, but you used an example when we were talking about this yeah. episode. What did you say, Michelle? Yeah, like if someone says, oh, you should really watch this TV show. Um, Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it's quite good. Like, yeah, okay. no, we wouldn't say that. But it sounds to me very British. Yeah, British people would definitely say this. So we, we should be doing this episode with a, a British guest or yeah. something. <laughs> we really should. But that's okay. That's okay. You can hear it from our perspective because I think there are times when some Hello? Americans use it. Can you hear me? Hello? I'm here. Hello? Hi, I lost you. Oh, no. Did I go out? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're back. We're back. No problem. We're back. Can you hear me? All right. Yep. So, yes. So, we could do this again with a British guest, but we'll show you guys our perspective because I do think there are times when some Americans use it sometimes, but not as frequently as and as commonplace as British people do, right? Mm -hmm. So, the way that you just said it, oh, it's quite good. Americans wouldn't say it that way. No. 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 Unless they're trying to sound very smart and articulate, right? Right. Um, instead, we say, <laughs> I would say like, oh, it's really good or it's so right. good, right? Yeah, exactly. That's That sounds more natural to me. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we're talking about today. So let's throw out our listener's question today. Okay. Here we go. Okay. okay. Uh, hi, dear hosts. So would you mind explaining the use of quite? It seems like it can be used in both negative... For example, not quite different, uh, not quite different and positive sentences. Example, they are quite different. I know when quite is used in positive sentences, it has similar meanings, uh, as rather very. Does it mean the same in negative sentences? Thank you for your hard work. You are rocking all ears English <laughs> listeners world. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. I love that expression. You are rocking their world. You're rocking the world. <laughs> that sounds pretty natural, huh? It does. <laughs> so in general, the meaning is what, Michelle? What's the overall meaning of this word quite? Well, it's like completely or wholly, not W-H wholly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fully to an extreme, right? Right. Or as our listener said, um, rather very. So it could mean, yeah, that's the basic meaning. So it's really about looking at these in, in chunks, common chunks, right? And right. when it's used in negative form, I mean, what does it mean in that case, Michelle? It means not completely, right? So I'm yeah. not, this sentence I could see, I'm not quite sure what to do. That one sounds way more natural to me. Yeah. And what is the difference then? Let's get to the nuances of the meaning here, because this is what our listeners can't get in their textbook. When mm -hmm. I say, let's say it's my first day on the job and I'm working for you, Michelle, I'm in an office. You've just mm -hmm. given me some instructions on a piece of paper and I come to you and I say, I'm not sure what to do versus I'm not quite sure what to do. What is the difference there? So I'm not sure what to do means I I really don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm not quite sure is I'm not exactly sure what to do. It, so it, it sounds a little bit more polite maybe. And it yeah. sounds, uh, uh, to me, it sounds a little bit more sure of yourself. Yeah, it's a little bit less direct when we say I'm not quite sure what to right. do. It, it means, I mean, you're somewhat sure but you're not totally right. sure. But if I exactly. say, I'm not sure what to do, it's 100%, I'm lost. Right. And when right. you're in a workplace, <laughs> it's your first day, you want to yeah. be a little nuanced about how you're saying things. Okay, guys? So I think that's really the high-level tip we can give you guys today. So now, you know, what you want to do is go out and listen for when natives use it in that way. 
Right. To, to introduce like a subtlety. Because you don't want to say to your boss, I have no idea what to do. I'm totally lost. You shouldn't have hired me. <laughs> yeah. You want to you wanna keep a level of confidence. You want to make them confident in you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's one important thing to know. And then when it's used in a positive way, it can be an intensifier, right? Oh, he's quite a tennis player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Oh, he's quite good looking. Yeah. That sounds British to me, but there are times when we can use it to intensify and it can be used in American English. It's very subtle, guys. I mean, I would recommend that you listen also to podcasts from British people. Like I like, uh, I think it's uh, Luke, Luke's English podcast. Luke was a guest on our show years ago. His show has been out for a long time. I would recommend his show. He's also a great guy, really funny. He's a, I think he's a comedian if I remember correctly. So check out Luke's podcast as well as our show. So you get a balanced sense of English, English from England and English from the U.S. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good idea. So, Michelle, I don't know if you can think of any other chunks, but when I was planning this episode, I was trying to think of some chunks that we might use, that we might use. Um, and one I came up with is I'm not quite finished. And that would be another mm. example, like, you know, if you're wor at work, you're working on a project, what's the difference, again, be by saying between I'm not finished and I'm not quite finished? I'm uh, not quite finished is more like, I'm I'm almost finished finished but I haven't gotten there yet. Whereas I'm not finished it's a little more direct. It's like I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's more blunt, exactly, more direct. I'm just not finished. <laughs> yeah, okay. right. But I'm not quite finished means you could be close. And it's more polite, right. sounds a little more professional, a little more filtered, I think is the word. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I've heard people say quite the opposite as a chunk. Um, but to me it sounds mm. a little bit like, I don't know. What what does that sound like to you? Like, yeah. Well, if you say quite the opposite, oh, that's quite, it's quite. Yeah. Like if, if I say to you like, oh, Michelle, look, I, I, I'm worried. It looked like you didn't have a good time at dinner the other night with my friends. I mean, how was it for you? You could say. Uh, no, quite the opposite. I had a great time. Um, I mean, I don't see anything like exactly wrong with that. Maybe it has like a little bit of an attitude. Yeah, it's it's not wrong, and it is a chunk that I've heard some people use, but it's it does sound – to me, it sounds – I don't know why, but it has a connotation of like – I'm thinking of like a wealthy woman in her 60s saying this. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it has that connotation for cool. me. Does it have that connotation for you? <laughs> um gosh uh to, quite the opposite yeah i don't think i would really say it um yeah and if you say like oh no quite the opposite i had a great time i don't eh, i don't know it so, just sounds a little bit funny so maybe we wouldn't say it but i i would i think you guys should keep your eyes open for it like it depends on who's around you know people have their personal vocabularies um and so it, it's a chunk. It's a thing. Don't learn it unless you want to, but it's a chunk where we use quite. Um, what's another one, Michelle? Another chunk where we might use quite. Right. Uh, well, you could say, oh, well, we talked about this. She's quite the tennis player. She's quite the dancer. Yeah. I might hear someone say this about their kid. You know, they're mm. like praising their child. Oh, my kid is quite the tennis player. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yep. That's, that's for sure. That sounds very natural. <laughs> And then another one. 
If you are a regular listener of All Ears English and you want to make sure that you hear from us four days a week, the most important thing that you can do right now is hit subscribe on your podcast player. You'll support the show and you'll stay in touch with us. So please hit subscribe right now. Thanks, guys. He didn't quite make it. Mm. What, yeah. would, what would be a context for this? Well, it could be either he didn't get selected for something like, oh, he didn't quite make the team or he didn't, right? Yeah. Um, or he didn't quite, uh, yeah, get chosen for whatever. Um, or you could say, or maybe it could mean it, he didn't arrive at a physical destination or yeah, like he didn't quite, uh, make it yet. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. But he's on his way. And by saying quite <clears throat> instead of he didn't make it, Versus he didn't quite make it. It's like, it's like emphasizing the slight, slight miss of it. The slight, the, the, right. the nuances, <clears throat> like maybe you could say he almost made it, right? Right, right, right. Okay. So that's an important takeaway today. I'm emphasizing with the negative, the difference between adding it and not having it. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, what should our listeners be careful of? Right. Pronunciation. Quite. Oh, Q-U-I-T. Yeah. I mean, they're quiet. Quiet. You, How do we say that? How do we spell that? That's to be quiet. Q-U-I-E-T. Oh, tricky. And then to quit, to give up, to stop doing something. Q-U-I-T. Ah. <laughs> so I dare you to say it five times fast. Quit, quiet, quite. <laughs> <Well, Yeah. laughs> so be careful there, guys. Those are totally different words, totally different meanings. Don't get them confused. All right. That's just a heads up for you. Cool. Exactly. Good. Oh, do you hear that police activity going on in Cambridge? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> things happening. Things Whoa. happening around here. It's not in my house. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Michelle, let's break into a little conversation. Are you ready? Yes. Now, this reminds me of what happened for the first Boston yeah. English adventure when, you know, there were those protests happening in Boston. Do you remember that? I do. I do. Yeah. We had to make sure we didn't get you know, caught up in it. <laughs> yeah, I think our listeners actually took the train back from the South End and they walked through parts of it. I think they did. Uh, <laughs> I think so. Our, our eight lucky listeners that came. But anyways, here we go. So, hey, this is quite a protest, huh? Yeah, people are really fired up. Well, after what happened in Charlottesville, everyone is watching to see what's going to happen in Boston. Uh, probably it will be big, but not quite that big. Plus, my hunch and my hope is that Boston is not going to let hateful demonstrators take over. Yeah, I know that they prepared the city and the police staff, but they didn't quite finish setting up everything the city needs. Mm, well, this was kind of last minute. They didn't even announce it. It was happening until Wednesday. Oh, my God. That was a big stressful point of stress it for was. us, wasn't it? Because I know you, because you had to leave after the drama lab and you were worried about getting to the airport. Yeah. We, we didn't know what was going to happen with the protest. Yeah, there were a lot of question marks. There were a lot of question marks. We even moved the drama lab. The original plan was to have the drama lab on the Esplanade, which is a beautiful space on the river. Uh, but we moved it into Cambridge because we wanted to make sure our listeners stayed safe just in case the protest moved. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah, it was. We really didn't know what to do. Yeah, but that's OK. It turned out fine. It, yeah. it ended up like the, the hateful protesters ended up like kind of being pushed out or just like kind of left quickly, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that was good. <laughs> so, all right, let's go through where we used quite in this conversation. We used it a couple of times. Okay, here we go. So the first one was, uh, hey, this is quite a protest, huh? 
Yeah. When, what are we saying there? It's, it's a, it's a very, it's a, it's a protest. It's, a, it's, uh, it's a, such a protest. It's fully a protest, basically. Yeah. Like it's notable. It's notable. Like, hey, this is quite a protest. You know, guys, this is again, this is making your English more artsy, more articulate, more interesting. If you want to emphasize that something interesting is happening. Whoa, this is quite a protest, huh? Right. <laughs> and this would come back to earlier in the week, we talked about the shared situation strategy of how to start a conversation. This is another way to do it. If you're at a party, oh, this is quite a party, huh? Or this is quite a protest. This is quite a movie. Um, when something is notable, you can say this. Right, right. True. Good. Yeah. What else? Well, uh, you said, or somebody said, probably uh, it will be big, but not quite that big. Yeah. So this is saying it will be slightly less than something else. Not quite, not completely that big. Right, right. Okay, good. And then the last one is, uh, but they didn't quite finish setting up everything that the city needs. Yeah. So why did I say, why didn't I say they didn't finish setting up everything? Oh, why didn't you? Because they're almost finished. Exactly. So that you're emphasizing that they're, that they're almost there. Yeah. So I think what it comes down to now that I'm thinking about it is quite is quite as a way of expressing nuances. Would you agree with that, Michelle? Yeah. Yeah. Just the difference between not at all or and a, a bit or almost. Exactly. And it can be used to express the nuances and the way you feel about those nuances. I love right. that. So good. So good. So good, guys. This is exactly what you need right now to connect with, with native speakers. So add this, start listening for it and add it to your repertoire. We had a bonus here, Michelle. What was it? Okay. We had a bonus and the bonus, well, I'm confused. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. No, so this this phrase here, it was kind of last minute. Oh, the phrase. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know what that was from. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um, what, what, what does that mean when I'm saying that? Like it was kind of last minute. It was kind of last minute. It's like it wasn't planned for a very long time. Yeah, exactly. It was. It happened like right before. There was no warning. There was no advanced planning. This is kind of a last minute plan. Right. Right. Yeah, that's true. So guys, if you want to get the transcripts from today to know exactly what we said, to learn these chunks, follow along, practice your pronunciation, go to allyearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. You will save 50% on the cost of the transcripts. Nice. Boom. Drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. All right. So we're out of here. Michelle, any final thoughts there? Uh, this has been quite a good episode, don't you think? It has been quite an episode. I agree. <laughs> All right. All right, Michelle. Awesome. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And we'll be back here soon uh, next time to keep chatting on All Ears English. All right. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.